song again in just a minute. I'm not going to take very long. I just feel like there's something that we can gain in this moment. Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 36. Let's listen to this this morning. I found you don't have to be long to be effective. Right? So I'm believing you're all going to sit on the edge of your seat and you're going to grab what God has for you this morning because God wants to empower you for your week ahead. God wants to empower you for the months ahead. And there's ways that he does that, but it takes your involvement and my participation as well. Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 36, it says this in the RSV. It says, you have need of endurance. Can y'all say that word, endurance? See, we don't really like that word. It says, so that you may do the will of God. I need endurance so I can do the will of God and receive what he's promised. Passion Translation says, you need the strength of endurance. The Message Translation says it this way, you need to stick it out. You need to stay with God's plan so you'll be there for the promised completion. Endurance. If I had to title what I was going to speak in a long version, doing it in a short version this morning, it's life might seem tough, but so are you. Life might seem tough, feel tough, but so are you. I'm going to say that again. Life might feel tough, life might seem tough, but so are you. The word says we have need of endurance. And I have found in life we're so quick to quit. And you carve pumpkins this year. You cut out the top. You're like, I'm going to make the coolest jack-o'-lantern there is. Cut out the top. You start digging out the middle and you're like, forget it. Kids, we're going to paint them this year. Why? Because it takes work. It's a process. And we don't know if it's worth the process. So we want to quit too soon. Endurance is the ability or strength to continue. What is endurance? We have need of it in order to obtain God's promise. What is it? It's the strength or ability to continue or last, especially in spite of fatigue, stress, or other adverse conditions. It's a lasting quality. I have found this about endurance. It's interesting. You don't wake up with it. You can't take a pill. You can't eat something magical. You can't pray for it. Endurance. It's tricky. Endurance doesn't come without a struggle. But you have need of it. In order to obtain God's promise, you have need of endurance. We have need of it, but it doesn't come without some sort of a struggle. You can only increase increase your endurance by adding more weight, more time under tension, through resistance of some kind. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number one. In the New Living, it says, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses, those who've gone before us, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. In the Passion Translation, it says every arrow tip that's in us, every wound that weighs us down and keeps us from running our race with freedom, especially the sin that easily trips us up, let us run with endurance. There's that word again, 
Let's run with endurance the race that God has set before us. Now in the, in the Passion Translation, it calls it a marathon race. Question in this room, has any of you ran a marathon? That's the 26.2 miles. A couple. Anybody ever ran a half marathon? Okay, got a few more hands. 5K? Oh, there you go, okay. Jingle bell run? All right. Some of y'all raise your hand. Why don't more of us run? Because it's not easy. Right? I know my, my youngest son, he's training for a marathon. Him and his friends going to run next week. My brother's ran a marathon, my other son. My daughter and I, we ran a half marathon. And I know the work that it takes to build up the endurance to run that many miles. You don't go out tomorrow and decide you're going to run 26 miles. It takes a plan. You have to commit to a training calendar. You have to eat certain things. You wear certain things. You don't wear your hiking boots and run a marathon. You don't wear your, you know, the jacket that you wear, your ski jacket to run a marathon. There's certain things that you wear. But when you train and every day you run, you know, short runs and then you have long runs and short runs and long runs but when race day happens because you've trained you run those 26.2 miles and you get a medallion to put around your neck sometimes you get a cool shirt sometimes chocolate chip pancakes there's a reward at the end of the run because you trained for it but this is the other side you've built up your endurance to do it this is the other side of it just like me in my half marathon training. It took so, it was such a, a, a strenuous process for me to do those, that training and to put forth that effort. I ran the run on that day and I never wanted to run again. A month later, I go out and I try to, try to run. Maybe I could get five miles. Yeah, but I just did 26, I mean 13. But I can only run five. Yeah, but I'm a half marathon runner. I stopped training. Oh, I think I can still run. I think I can still do it, but I haven't been putting in the effort to do it. Therefore, I'm unable to do it. That's the same thing that happens in this spirit fight that we're in. Who we really are. Hebrews said that we have to have endurance to obtain God's promise but how do we grow in our endurance in spiritual things? Romans chapter 5, 3. They're going to love this. It says, we boast about our troubles because we know that trouble produces endurance. I told you I'd love it. But we have to have endurance in order to obtain God's promise. And we all want the blessing, the favor, the healthy kids, the soundness of mind, the peace, the joy all the stuff that God's promised, but it says we have need of endurance in order to obtain it. And now this verse is saying we boast about our troubles because we know that trouble is what produces the endurance that we need in order to obtain the promise that God has given. New Living says we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials because we know that they help us develop endurance. 
James 1.3 says, you know that such testing of your faith produces endurance. For you know that when your faith succeeds in facing trials, the result is the ability to endure. Yeah, but I don't like trials. I didn't like marathon training either. But you'll never accomplish the goal unless you do the training. See, a lot of us, I think, are experiencing things and struggles in our life that's knocking us flat on our butt because we think I should just be able to get out there and run. I didn't put forth the effort, I didn't eat right, I didn't train for it, but I still should be able to do it because I got two legs. It's the endurance that enables you to receive God's promise. James 1, verse number 2, it says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any time, of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow, so let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect, complete, needing nothing. Training isn't always fun. That's why we don't really enjoy doing it. Have you seen athletes who are training for like the Olympics? They train, 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 and then afterwards they are laying on a, on a massage table and someone's trying to work out the knots and the kinks and the, you know, they're icing themselves. They have ice baths. Why? Because it's not fun. It's painful. It's painful. It's painful. Training isn't always fun. It can be painful. The resistance is painful. The pressure is painful. But it's the pressure that increases your endurance and your ability to stand and your ability to receive the promise of God. My husband was talking to someone the other day and he was trying to encourage them to, they were dealing with some physical issues and they were laying in bed and he's like, come on, get up. And he's like, but they said, but it hurts. It hurts to get up. But they were also in pain laying there. Well, you're going to have pain laying there, or you're going to have pain getting up. And he said this, he says, there's a pain that leads to death and a pain that leads to life. When we experience our struggles and we don't allow them to produce endurance in us, meaning we just let them run over us, we fall over and we're just dying from them. There's pain there. A lot of us in this room, we're experiencing the pain of our struggle right now. But then there's a pain of putting spiritual principles and disciplines to work in our life the daily pain of it to do it because it pains your flesh to want to get up early and pray it pains your flesh to open the bible and to read it 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 doesn't make sense sometimes to your natural flesh to worship god and and to you know to to give or to all those spiritual disciplines that make you who you are and give you the ability to stand strong through the struggle which produces the endurance in your life there's a pain that leads to death but there's also a pain that leads to life and then the choice is really up to us so just like in a marathon it takes physical training the fight that we're in in life takes spiritual training spiritual discipline you can't fight spiritual things with natural weapons see and a lot of us are trying to do that so you know i'm i the enemy's coming after my money and it's and it's a and it's a money issue the enemy has my money all tied up but yet i'm trying to throw maybe a new job at it or or a loan or 
or, you know, this credit card I can still max out or, you know, my stress or my worry or whatever. I'm trying to throw that at it. But you can't fix spiritual things with natural fight. You know, we're struggling in our marriage, so I'm just going to turn up the heat on my fight. I'm just going to start throwing things now. I'm just going to start yelling at you now because I, it, not realizing that I can't fight spiritual things with flesh weapons. The Bible says in Ephesians 6.10, a final word, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on God's armor so you'll be able to stand firm or endure all the strategies of the devil because we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. All your stresses right now is not the result of people. It's spiritual influences influencing those people maybe, but it's not the person. It's a spiritual fight. So he says, put on the armor of God. You'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. And after the battle, you'll still be standing firm. Stand your ground. Endure. Put on the belt of truth. Armor of righteousness. Peace on your feet. The shield of faith. Salvation. Sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times, on every occasion. Stay alert and persistent in your prayers for believers everywhere. The word of God gives us weapons here truth Jesus is the way the truth and the life righteousness our righteousness our right standing before God has nothing to do with us has everything to do with Jesus so every day I've got to put on truth God you are the truth Jesus you are the way the truth and the life and I stand in righteousness and how am I going to be able to endure the struggle how am I going to be able to allow the struggle to increase my endurance by putting on the truth, putting on righteousness, letting the peace of God lead my life, the nothing missing, nothing broken peace of God, standing with faith, meaning that how does faith come? Getting the word of God in my heart, letting that faith be my confidence that God is my defender. I can be strong in him and in the power of his might, not my own strength. I can endure because he's empowering me to endure. And I'm allowing that struggle to make me stronger, not to defeat me. Then it talks about the sword of the Spirit, which is not just the Word of God. It's the Word of God coming out of your mouth. I'm going to say that again. It's not just the Word of God. It's the Word of God coming out of your mouth. Where your words go, your life will go. As we close, that fastest message you ever had me speak. I don't know if you've ever watched this show. It's a show on TV now. It's called Special Forces, The World's Toughest Challenge. It's where they take these celebrities, right? Or, um, you know, social media influencers, some athletes, and they put them through um, a fraction, really, of the special forces military training, right? So they strip them of all their notoriety, who they are and who they think they are, and they put all this heavy weight on them. They make them go through all kinds of things, and, and it's only a week, so it's not like true special training, but it's a lot for them. This is what I have noticed. As soon as they start talking defeat, they're going to tap out. As soon as they start saying, I don't know that I can do, I don't think I can do this anymore. This is just too hard. I know they're getting ready to tap out. This is just too hard. I can't do it. I am not cut out for this. This is not me. I miss my family. I can't do this anymore. Their mouth starts going in the direction their feet follow. I want to encourage us in this room. As we 
are looking at the struggles maybe even in our life, let's stop letting those struggles knock us on our rear end and help let us stand up and start putting these spiritual disciplines into our life. Exercising spiritual disciplines in order to go stronger in battle. I have found that this is what has happened in my life. You know, I'm standing believing God for something. Maybe I'm, and I'm closing now, so if the worship team wants to come back. And there you are. (laughs) He's like, Jesus, you turn around, he's there. Okay, not quite like Jesus. But you are a representation of Jesus. I have found this in my life. I'm believing God, standing on his word, and I am exercising, training myself spiritually, disciplining myself to see healing in my body. So what does that mean? I have three by five scriptures on the on cards. I have it written all over my, my, my bathroom wall. All the scriptures, all the word of God, everything that the word of God says about healing, that is mine. So I get up and I'm declaring, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm the healed of the Lord. He's wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities. Chastisement for my peace was on him by stripes. I am healed. He sent his word and he healed me. If the, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives on the inside of me, he gives life to every cell and fiber of my body, right? I'm, I'm, I'm putting this in my, I'm training for something, right? And I, I'm, when I, in, in my prayer time or worship time, I'm like, God, I thank you that you have healed my body. I thank you that you're working your word in me. I thank you that the word of God works effectively in me because I believe. And I'm working the word and I'm working the word and I'm worshiping God. I'm still serving and I'm giving and I'm working the word and I'm applying the truth to my life. And health shows up. All right? Health shows up. It's awesome. So what do I do? Just like I did when I ran the 13 one miles. I'm healthy, I'm whole, no need to read the healing scriptures again. That took a lot of work. (laughs) No need to put the truth of the word of God on healing again because I'm healthy and I'm whole. I stopped training in that area until, you know, six months later and I get this pain and I'm like, yeah, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I think I can run those 13 miles again and I cannot. Why? Because I stopped training happens the same way maybe in your finances. God, I declare that I'm a giver and I'm a sower and I sow seed and the seed grows and it produces a harvest for me. I'm a tither. I give of my tithe, God, and the windows of heaven are open over me. Man, I get a new job. I get a promotion. Wealth starts coming in. Man, favor of God showing up. So what do we do? Same thing we did after we trained for the 13 miles. I ran the race and I don't run anymore. Until six months later, COVID hits. I lose my job. And I'm like, yeah, but by the side, I I so see it, and I'm a giver, and, and I can't run the 13 miles. I'm only running five. Why? Because I stopped training. I want to encourage us in this room for our future, for the upcoming days. Like we talked about this morning, the world does not get brighter. It gets darker. And the only way that our life is going to get brighter if we, is if we continue to apply those training spiritual principles in our life. What are they? You come to church, you hear them all the time. It's the word of God, putting the word of God in your eyes and in your ears on a daily basis. And we try to help you out with that. We try to give you, a, a, want you to jump on board and be part of our daily Bible reading plan. It's on our, it's on our church app. Be a part of our devos. What does that do? We're trying to help you train because this is what I do know. 
It's much easier training for something with other people and not by yourself. When you know other people are enlisted in the game with you, they're feeling that same pain you do, it's a lot easier to do the training when you have someone running alongside with, side of you. So we are in this with you. We are reading the word daily as well. Prayer. Praying every day. The Bible says here, if you read on one of your weapons, it says praying in the spirit. Praying continuously. Let prayer come out of your mouth. Dig deep. Just this last week, I asked one of my sons, I asked him, I said, hey, commit with me. Let's do this together. We're going to pray an hour a day, every day, in the spirit. Yeah, but it doesn't feel, it could get boring. So is trying to run your first two miles. You might not be able to pray for an hour. Start with five minutes. I'd rather you pray five minutes every day than one hour once a month because it's the consistency it's the discipline are you tired of being knocked on your butt with every struggle and trial that comes along your way because you haven't trained and allowed the trouble to build endurance in your life I am I am worship coming in and engaging in worship is a spiritual discipline it's a training when you worship God Man, the presence of God comes, and he empowers that struggle to build endurance in your life instead of defeat in your life. Giving, serving, all of those things. God wants to empower you because we need endurance, and we're going to need endurance more in these last days that we're living in than any time before, but we can do it. I'm on your team, and I'm asking you to join with me can you read a chapter with me every day? Can you commit to reading a chapter with me every day? Because I'll commit to read a chapter with you every day. Will you pray with me every day? Pray for revival in the valley. Pray for revival in your home. Pray that God will lift your, make your home a light in this dark world that when you send your kids out to school you're not afraid that the world's going to attach itself to them but they're going to be a light and dispel darkness on their school campus can you pray with me for that i'm enlisting your help can you help me spiritually train because if you help me i can also help you can we go ahead and stand in this place apply these things to our life, our lives will get better. Thank you, Lord. You know, I was thinking about David. We see David fighting the giant Goliath. But if you were to read that story, he didn't just come on the scene empowered and enabled to fight a giant. The Bible says he first fought a lion and then he fought a bear, which enabled him then to fight the giant. Every struggle in your life can be an opportunity to build greater endurance so you don't just live your life flat on your back all the time, frustrated and defeated. God wants you to win. He has empowered you to win. He has given us the tools to win. Father, I thank you, God, for your word in this place. God, I thank you for the warriors in this room. God, who have heard your word. 
God, I believe that you're bringing strength to them, fresh vision to them. God, that they stop looking at their struggle and their trouble as something they did wrong, something sent to, that they can't conquer and overcome. But God, that we look at every struggle as an ability to grow in our endurance. God, today we place importance on your word. God, we place importance, God, on your, on worship. God, on prayer, communion with you. God, on giving, on serving, so many things. God, we turn our heart towards you. God, I believe that you empower us in Jesus' name. You know what, I wanna, I just wanted to sing this song again because I believe in this room. I don't know what you're dealing with. I don't know what you're battling. I don't know what's your frustration in this moment because we could line us all up and I could tell you every single one of us would have something because we're human. And the Bible says that the enemy comes to each one of us to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I'm so thankful today that I have the opportunity to stand in the authority of Jesus Christ and not let him take one thing, not let him steal one thing, not let him kill one thing. Why? Because the authority that I have in Jesus Christ. And so today in this room, I don't know, you know, the Bible talks about how that, that if you feel weak, you need to start saying and declaring over your life, I am strong. If you're feeling unhealthy, you need to start speaking, I am healthy, I am healed, I am whole in Jesus' name. If you feel frustrated, I'm at peace in Jesus' name. My mind is at peace. The Bible says he puts before you life and death. Remember, there's a pain that leads to death and there's a pain that leads to life. We get the opportunity to choose. I want us, as we close this morning, I don't want you leaving the same way you walked in. I believe the word of God is a seed. It grows and it starts producing change in our life. One of its, one spiritual discipline is, is worship. Worship, worship, thanking God, man, for what you do have, acknowledging him for who he is, for who he is. I just want you to notice what that does corporately in this room before you leave. I want you as we enter back into the song, don't just let it be Jesus and Tavo singing. You open your mouth. You don't have to be a great singer. It comes from your heart. I'm opening my mouth. God, I am acknowledging I am weak in my own flesh, but you are strong in me. And God, I'm going to open my mouth and you watch. Watch how God comes in and starts. I don't know what that felt like. I don't know what that was. That just felt like peace to me. Oh, wow, I don't know what that was. That just felt like clarity to me. What is that? It's God coming in. It's God helping you and being your defender and helping you to endure and to, and to persevere so you can attain everything that he has promised for you. I encourage you this morning as we start singing this song, and we'll be faithful to dismiss you and not prolong it any longer than necessary. But if you want God to get involved in your business and your stuff right now, I encourage you. Open your mouth. Let God flood your heart. You know, I feel like I need to say this for some of you in the room. Incense is not just something you burn in your house. All right. I'm not just saying I've got my bath and body candle and I, there I go God I'm burning it to you 
No, it's a, it's a symbol of worship. It's, it's a symbol of worship. So day and night, night and day, God, my worship is becoming a sweet-smelling aroma to you. My worship is something that smells beautiful to you. God, you smell my scent, and it's beautiful to you. So day and night, not just lighten my, you know, patchouli. <laughs> I'm letting my worship, just in case that they're, you know, you're sitting there going, what the heck is in? Why are we letting incense arise? Where is it? Okay. It's our worship. Let our worship arrive. Day and night. Yep. Night yep, yep, and yep, day. Yep. Come on now. Thanks for listening. If this impacted you and you'd like to partner with us, go to celebrationchurch.cc give to help us reach people with the message of Jesus. 